Hello and welcome to the Strategic Bookkeeper podcast. This is the first podcast I'm recording as I tend to try and batch them a little in 2024. So it feels a little special, feels a little exciting and getting back into the groove. That said, it's probably not the first podcast you'll listen to or get access to in 2024 but it is the first one I'm recording. And I think sometimes it's nice to see a little behind the scenes of what any of us do to do what we do. And uh, that is how I do my podcast. I'm a little croaky today battling with all the different little colds and viruses going down in what seems like coming out of the lockdown. So apologies if I sound that way. In today's podcast episode, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to be sharing something called the merchandise versus the idea. And I really hope and I really think that this is going to help everyone to really have some aha moments, to have a concept that I talk about a lot in a different way, click, and to help you to value yourself, to show your value, to find on board and retain clients without price as a priority, okay? To do the things that I see a lot of my tribe members in the transformation program do. So I am very excited about this topic. I don't want to tell you too much more. I want to get stuck into the episode, so let's do that now. I'm Jeannie Savage, the Strategic Bookkeeper. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, author, speaker, trainer, and coach. After 13 years in practice and after scaling into a lifestyle business where I could choose my own adventure, I'm sharing my secrets to success, my secret sauce recipe on how to build a thriving practice, delight your clients, and ultimately live your dream on your terms. This podcast is a companion to my book. In each weekly episode, I'll share strategies for scaling and success. This is your time to shine, to step up, to become a strategic bookkeeper and enjoy all the benefits it brings to you and your clients. Hello, my friends. Okay, so it's a Saturday when I'm recording this episode my son, my little prince, <laughs> it is like almost 10 in the morning and he's still in bed. Teenagers, right? 13, puberty. <laughs> so it's nice and quiet in my new home that is still under renovation and it's a beautiful day. So this subject around merchandise virtues ideas, I'm so passionate about this. So I was just podcast interruption. Uh, just to let you know, if you did not join the program when the doors open on August 1 uh, and they opened for 14 days before uh, my team and I rocked up live, <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean that you can't join in. The program is evergreen. Okay, so we have a way to bring you into the program uh, seamlessly, beautifully, so that you can absolutely start working with me to build your thriving practice, delight your clients and live your dream on your terms. If you are keen to know how that works, just drop us an email or ask in the private Facebook group. I'm always really grateful for that because then I can help the many as well as the one or simply use the link that will drop in the show notes or go to the website, pretty easy, and jump into the program because two things. Number one, it comes with a money-back guarantee. 
yeah, uh, or let's say three things. Number two, I do not get you to spend extra time working with me. This is about on the job. Yes, I've done other podcasts on that. And number three, that money back guarantee, it kicks in after a year, but my expectation is to help you get the ROI really early, yeah, so that that pays for the program. But yes, we're going to spend a year together. So back to the podcast. I was sitting on the sofa as I like to do in the mornings. In fact, I've got this gorgeous spot now upstairs in my new home where uh, I've put some really comfy outdoor furniture, a little balcony that I have outside my bedroom and the view from there. Oh my goodness. It goes right down the main river and I overlook the surface paradise skyline. And that is where I love to have my coffee and write in my journal first thing in the morning. However, it has been so wet here on the Gold Coast. I think there are midges everywhere. I'm going to get bitten. So I was sitting downstairs <laughs> on my sofa and I was having a look at my tribe Facebook feed. So the tribe are the people in my transformation program. So to work with me, you can use my book, you can use my podcast, I've got free trainings, I've even got a book club if you go to the strategicbookkeeper.global forward slash book club. And then we have more of what I like to call the done for you option. So I have the Strategic Bookkeeper Transformation Program. It is $99 a week to join for a minimum term of a year with a full money back guarantee. So just to frame up, I think sometimes I'm not always clear with new listeners. So I was in the Tribe Facebook and one of our superstar strategic bookkeepers was telling me, telling the Tribe all about what she's up to right now. So she has launched her own podcast, really cool. She is guesting on other people's podcasts. She has dived really headlong into business networking and she was using my scripted pitch in her business networking so one of the things we do in the program is we one of the many <laughs> done for you elements is a lot of marketing copywriting so I'm a very skilled marketing copywriter myself as is my strategist I call her the big boss Pedra <laughs> and you know what if you said to me in business in in my bookkeeping practice even in different types of businesses Jeannie, you're only allowed to recruit and get the help of one marketing professional because there are so many disciplines. It'd be a marketing copywriter. Marketing copy is where it's at. And it's so versatile, right? Because you use it in brochures, but then you're also using it in the real world in your networking as you get up and do your 40 second manager minutes or whatever they call it so that you can pitch, yeah? And pitching is all about selling the idea rather than the merchandise. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And so this podcast is something I definitely wanted to share, but to share it this morning, I have been inspired by one of our tribes. She'll know who she is. So thank you so much. I couldn't wait a moment longer to get on and share this. Okay. And if you're thinking, holy cow, a bookkeeper that launched a podcast, guesting on other people's podcasts you know, going to networking and actually enjoying it and making it work. This all sounds foreign. <laughs> well, this is what can happen when you surround yourself with a community 
of people who are doing all the same things as you. Yeah. So I have a private podcast for my paying members because honestly, what I put in there wouldn't even make sense to the general bookkeeping population. Okay. So we're all using the same way. We're all in this mighty tribe using the same methodology, the same assets, learning the same thing, showing up. Yeah. Doing it together. And so whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you are struggling to find the courage and confidence to do and pursue, I am 100% sure that the tribe and I can get you there. So back to the merchandise versus the idea. So I've been reading or I am reading at the moment, Think and Grow Rich. So I've got a beautiful girlfriend of mine is staying with me right now. And it's been really wonderful when you switch things up in your life, it gets you out of your routine a little bit, out of your rut. And having her stay with me has been amazing. And she's given me some really great book recommendations. And one of them was Think and Grow Rich. It's actually quite a spiritual book. I'm finding it quite a heavy read, but I'm finding it amazing. And one of the things that I just learned in that book or the way it was put to me was people don't buy merchandise they buy ideas. And I tell you, my brain exploded because that is another way to say people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So depending on whether you've just found me or you've been tuning into me for a while, whether you've read my book or not, you will either now know or eventually know that I am going to harp on about people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it forever. Yeah, because understanding that and then learning to speak to the why, which is the benefit of the bookkeeping rather than the bookkeeping is non-negotiable. You have to learn to do it. And I promise you, you do get better over time. Okay. So just like me. So this concept, this idea, this truth, this fact, yeah, that people don't buy your merchandise, which is the bookkeeping. Your bookkeeping is the merchandise. Yeah. They buy ideas. Yeah. Now the ideas are what's in it for them and the benefits. Okay. So yesterday in book club, and I gave you the link for that before, very easy to find. If you can't find it, drop me a line, we'll send you the links, but we are about halfway through running my book club, which is all recorded for you if you come in late so you can catch up in your own time. And like with everything I do, I've made it for the busy multitasking parents expect to be able to digest my content while you are being a busy multitasking parent on the go. Okay. So in book club yesterday, I went down this rabbit hole and explored this fact. Okay. So your bookkeeping, as I said, is the merchandise and people are buying the ideas. Yeah. And what I said yesterday was that an example of that, I'm thinking back over my 14 years in practice, right? And all the things that I've learned as I've got better and better at understanding that people are buying why I do the bookkeeping, not the bookkeeping, yeah? And I even think back to a time I was in Ubud in Bali. So it was probably maybe four years ago. So that's 10 years into my practice journey. So I was in Ubud in Bali with a few friends And I had an inquiry come in 
and I contacted the prospective client and I had a chat to him. And as usual, he needed a catch-up rectification type job, as most clients do when they first come to me. Yeah, because if we think about the way that clients come to us, it's not high. Everything's perfect. <laughs> it's usually high. I'm in a real mess. Like the pain has got great enough. The problem has got great enough that they've finally reached out. Yeah. So I find the typical journey is that they need the catch up first. Okay. And it was one of the first times that I wanted to really take a bit of a leap and connect deeper to the why. And I actually had a little joke with him and I said, give me your credit card and I'll give you a good night's sleep. And this prospective client just went, how did you know? Which is how did you know I wasn't sleeping, right? Well, I knew because I love the science and art of all this stuff. Yeah. I love helping people. Yeah. I love helping families and primarily I'm working with dads in my bookkeeping practice. That's what I've noticed is primarily it's dads and the impact is on their family, right? So when he said, how did you know? Yeah, and if you think about the fact that I said, give me a credit card and I'll give you a good night's sleep, think about in terms of your own language, do you ever so deeply connect to the why? And I said that to him as much for me as for him because just like you, I was learning more and more to dive deep into the problems and the prize of my prospective clients, my market, my clients, yeah? So you've got all my playbooks in the Strategic Bookkeeper book. I've given you the brand playbook, the menu playbook, the attraction playbook, and these are workbooks and you'll find in one of those the activity that gets you to detail all the problems your clients face, what is the source, what is the symptom, what is the ultimate like pain and also consequence yeah because the consequence here that we were talking about was that this guy like many of your market had ended up stressed out and he's stressed because of all the uncertainty and that's because he's behind on the books and he can't see how his business is performing he's got liabilities and debts that he really doesn't understand how he ended up with them because there was cash in the bank etc and all of this makes him feel scared and anxious and all of these things which leads to an inability to sleep right now this is a common tale what i just told you there if you need to open the playbook and listen to that again and write it all down in the problems exercise then absolutely do okay so the idea that he was buying so what's the idea if the bookkeeping is the merchandise yeah then the idea in that case is a good night's sleep you know we can say it's peace of mind and it absolutely is but peace of mind's quite quite high level right as in oh yeah well anyone can say peace of mind i'll give you peace of mind but if you boil it down to human language a good night's sleep yeah i just had friends come and stay with me from germany and one of them six foot four and i was putting him in a double bed which is like literally shorter than a six foot four man and i said to my friend his partner why don't you sleep in my king bed and i'll take the double because i said to her i don't think that there are many things in this world that sustain us more than a good night's sleep yeah so when your clients are losing sleep let me tell you right now and if you're a mum <laughs> or a dad 
who has had sleep deprivation from your children, then you should be able to appreciate that, as I say, to rinse and repeat, there is not much in this world that sustains us more than a good night's sleep. I would say more than food. (laughs) And so the idea here is so grand, yeah? So people will buy ideas, they will not buy the bookkeeping. Now, the next example that I want to give you is what I talked about yesterday in my podcast, which is when you think you're selling the merchandise, yeah? So you're selling, you know, yes, I'm a bookkeeper, I can do your bookkeeping and I'll do all these functions for you, yeah? Let me tell you what that client is really buying. So you're just talking about the merchandise, Here's what they're thinking. For example, this client has, if they're someone in business, then one of two things is happening. Either someone's doing their bookkeeping or they're doing it themselves. And again, this is a science and art and things we don't always think about. So one of those things is happening because bookkeeping is compliance. It's a necessary evil. And one of those options is letting them down. Yeah. Let's say in that case, the letdown is that they are, or the other person is always behind, which means their books are not up to date, which means they can't have their numbers at their fingertips, which means they can't see how their business is performing very quickly in terms of profit and cash, which leads to a whole lot of stress and anxiety, etc. So while you're trying to sell the merchandise, yeah, the reason that they're going to buy from you is the ideas, yeah? And those ideas could be something like, like if they've heard about you and you've got a good reputation and you're telling them you'll keep them up to date, then they're thinking the idea is this person is reliable and will take the pain that I am currently experiencing away to give me certainty and clarity. So can you see that even when you're selling the merchandise, they are buying the idea, yeah? So that is generally where we all start in practice, okay? We're all selling the merchandise, but our clients are buying the ideas. Now, I did not know this (laughs) 14 years ago, okay? So the point at which I would like you to get to is number one, to totally have this, oh my goodness moment where you say, I get it, yeah? Because think about when you go and buy something, yeah? Humans buy with their senses, yeah? We buy with smell, with touch, with our hearing. We buy with our imagination. We buy with our emotions, yeah? So think about whenever you go and buy anything, like I'm redecorating my home right now. Yesterday, I bought these gorgeous, fluffy, they're like a seafoam blue cushion, yeah? I'm not buying the cushion. I'm buying how the cushion is going to make me feel. And when I got up this morning and I came downstairs and I looked at this one room that is just beyond my kitchen that I'm working on at the moment, I saw those cushions and the way that the color made me feel and the way that they're working with the whole room. And the idea is I felt like I was in this beautiful space and I felt like I was going to have this beautiful morning. Yeah. So we're buying the ideas. Yeah. Always buying the ideas. So where I would like you to get to in your practice to be rather than let it happen by accident, 
like I said, then you're selling the merchandise, they're buying the ideas. Now I've made you aware. It's all about, as I show you in my book and give you all the help to do in my book, and you've got the program to jump in and have it all done for you so that you save, oh, I don't know, 10 years. <laughs> as I did look at the program recently and everything that I built out and I thought, oh my goodness, it's the equivalent of, you know, everything that I kind of took me about 10 years to build more like 13 because the million dollar storybook brochure was the last thing. But when I talk about fast tracking in the program, it's not just something I say, okay? Literally, it means that you save about 10 years. But in the book as well, I give you everything that you need to build out or build in benefits, which is the ideas into your services. Okay. So for example, so you've got a list of features in your productized service in the menu building playbook. I give you all the help to transform your services into productized services that contain benefits as well as features, right? So you can just, where you've got the features in there, it's just about one at a time adding a benefit, okay? So one of the benefits that we add into our productized service is all of our clients get an annual planning and strategy session, okay? And we talk about why they might do that. Even something as simple as 24-7 telephone and email support, the peace of mind of working with a registered bus agent here in Australia, that's what we call ourselves. So there are lots of ways to do it, but you need to get started and then kind of weave it through every single part of your business. Yeah, your productized service being one of them, okay? So hopefully you're getting this idea of people buying the ideas and not the merchandise. I When it was put to me that way, I felt like most people might not get it. And yet for me, it just exploded in my brain. Yeah. And I think it's something that the way that that has been put, the fact that that is another way to say hey, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. I think it's something that we can all really write down. Yeah. My clients aren't buying merchandise, they're buying ideas and then go about really understanding what these ideas are. So I will bring this podcast to an end with some action. Yeah. Okay. In terms of the action that you're going to take and let's circle back to the bookkeeper who inspired me to do this podcast on a Saturday. She is practicing pitching and she's getting a bit of feedback on her pitching. And uh, definitely when you're pitching yourself, like think at a networking event when somebody says, what do you do, etc. You're always pitching, yeah? So if you say, I'm a bookkeeper, well, you're not really going to stand out. If you say, I'm a strategic bookkeeper, that's at least going to evoke questions, yeah? And then in my book, I give you these examples of how to pitch yourself. So definitely one of the actions here is just to think about with pitching yourself and moving from selling the merchandise to the ideas or talking about the merchandise to the ideas, I want you to just start practicing it. Absolutely. And to do that, your action steps is to absolutely use the playbooks that I've given you in my book, because that gives you activities to get it all down on paper and begin to practice. Okay. Put one foot in front of the other and absolutely there's no failing. Okay. So as you begin to learn to pitch, learn to talk about the benefits of bookkeeping rather than bookkeeping, you are either winning or learning. Okay. So I remember a while ago when uh, I was just rolling out the strategic bookkeeper project. Yeah. The book, the podcast, the program. And one of my friends said, so what are you doing? And I told her in a few words and she kind of said, oh, okay. 
but I saw the look on her face and I thought she didn't get it and therefore my pitch didn't land, yeah? And I wasn't pitching, pitching to a friend, but whenever we say what we do, it is a kind of pitch, yeah? So I practice explaining what I do in the strategic bookkeeper over and over in millions of different ways to see how it resonates. But you need to read between the lines and look at how people are reacting. You know, the old read the room. <laughs> so what I expect is when you first start doing this, you're not going to be amazing. Yeah. When I first started learning to Latin dance, I was terrible. And now I'm an absolute pro. It's all the same, my friends. We need to get out there and practice, get out of our comfort zone, just like that beautiful tribe member is doing, starting a podcast and so on. Okay. So they are your action steps for this podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a question you'd like answered on my podcast, please email me, hello at thestrategicbookkeeper.global. Did you know we have a private Facebook group called The Strategic Bookkeeper's Way? There you'll find bookkeepers just like you on the same journey where you can ask questions and get support. You can find more resources and how to work with me at thestrategicbookkeeper.global. All the links are in the show notes. Have a prosperous week and I'll see you in the next episode. 